Hello, and welcome to Season 5 of Perspectives, the podcast from the Public Health Review. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Amanda, and I will be one of your new hosts for this season. We're really grateful to the outgoing podcast editors, Haley and Sophie, for showing us the ropes, and we are excited to take over the podcast for this new season. We have a lot of ideas for podcast episodes that we're really excited to share with you in the upcoming months. My name's Mariah, and for this episode, we thought we would just give the new Public Health Review Board members a chance to introduce themselves and talk a little bit about their motivation to be involved in work that addresses issues of health equity. We are the Public Health Review Board of 2023. I am Taiwo Aremu. I use the E is in pronouns. I am the executive editor for the Public Health Review Journal. I am a physician by background and I did practice medicine and surgery for a few years. I'm a public health professional with a Master of Public Health degree from the University of Minnesota. I'm also a research and regulatory specialist and I do have some training and certifications in healthcare economics. Currently, I'm pursuing PhDs in Social and Administrative Pharmacy at the University of Minnesota College of Pharmacy and Environmental Health Infectious Disease with a doctoral minor in Epidemiology at the University of Minnesota School of Public Health. Some times ago, I visited a dental clinic with an acute toothache. The pain was severe. It was a 10 on the scale of 10. Based on my knowledge, you want to ameliorate the pain. But unfortunately, I was asked to go and come back days after. Interestingly, same clinic attended to some group of people promptly based on my research. Thankfully, as a physician, I was able to take care of myself. But consider someone who really do not have the knowledge or know what to do and they choose to go to the streets for illicit or controlled medi- uncontrolled medication. Let's assume that they end up with renal failure as a complication of the use of these medications. And now they choose to come to the hospital and then we have to just save them. We need to help them and we'll start hemodialysis on them. Let's assume they require renal transplant. For those who did not who do not show up much early, let's assume that we lose them. We could see that this cascade of events has resulted in worsened health outcomes in terms of cost, or you say healthcare spending, um, also in terms of hospitalization rates, ICU admissions, and mortality rates. You see, my experience. I showed the reality of health inequity in our healthcare system, in our society. These and other experiences spurred my interest to work hard in ways possible to close the health inequity gaps, thereby improving health outcomes. In terms of fun fact, I am a twin. I have a twin sister and We are both clinicians. Hello, everyone. My name is Annie Olson, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. 
I am a first year student at the University of Minnesota getting my Master of Public Health in Maternal and Child Health. I graduated from Augustana University in Sioux Falls, South Dakota last spring with a major in psychology and minors in biology and business administration. I currently have two jobs at the Minnesota Department of Health and Hazelden Betty Ford Foundation. I am interested in many maternal and child health needs, including reproductive and sexual health, women's health, substance abuse, and mental health, to name a few. I knew I wanted to work on improving health equity in college when I was conducting research on the state of childcare in Sioux Falls. In this research, I found that the cost of childcare in Sioux Falls was very large and had been increasing in recent years, and the availability of childcare was decreasing, especially after the pandemic. This meant that childcare was unaffordable for many families and they spent a large portion of their income on childcare. This especially affected lower to middle income families and single mothers, especially in Sioux Falls. Since then, I have wanted to work on many health equity issues in public health and maternal and child health specifically, which led me to the U of M and getting my MPH in maternal and child health. A fun fact about me is that I have been to more than 50 Minnesota state parks. Hello, this is Diane Sherwin. I use she, her pronouns, and I am one of the copy editors for Public Health Review. I'm a first year grad student at the U of M, and I am getting my master's of public health in public health administration and policy. Some of my topical interests include maternal and child health, food justice, Medicaid policy, and disability rights. And one moment that I knew that I wanted to work on health equity, well, a moment that started my journey on working on health equity would be the 2016 uh, presidential election. I it was the first election that I was old enough to be able to vote in, and I didn't know what public health really was or what health equity was. I remember uh, on that election night saying to myself, just knowing what's going to happen to people, people's health insurance, are all, are all these people going to lose health care because of, of the results? And so that started me on a journey to start learning more and just getting involved and you know, now here here I am in, in graduate school. So one fun fact about me is that I have one cat. Her name is Nimbus and she is very sweet and also a troublemaker. She is able to open closed doors, open doorknobs with her front paws. So <laughs> that is truly something that you might not believe until you see it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to working on the public health review and Thanks for listening. My name is Erin Mann and I use she, her pronouns. I'm serving as the managing editor for PHR for 2023. I'm a second year PhD student in the epidemiology department and I work full time at the Center for Global Health and Social Responsibility here at the University of Minnesota. As for my background, I did my MPH at Boston University several years ago. After my MPH, I moved to Minneapolis and I've worked at the University of Minnesota in various project coordination and project management capacities. I currently manage a couple of refugee health projects here at the U, including a partnership that we have between the university and the United Nations Migration Agency. This partnership aims to improve the health care provided to refugees coming to the U.S., I'm excited to combine my work with my PhD and my research interests, specifically hepatitis B, which is a leading cause of liver cancer around the world and may disproportionately impact forcibly displaced communities. 
I've been interested in working to improve health equity for quite some time, but had a very unique opportunity in May of 2020 to help launch a new project here at the University of Minnesota called the National Resource Center for Refugees, Immigrants, and Migrants. We had a longstanding relationship with a division within CDC that supports refugee and immigrant health, and we were approached by a CDC colleague to consider applying for funding to form a center that would support health departments and community organizations working to prevent and mitigate COVID-19 among refugee and immigrant communities during the pandemic. At this time, it was still early in the pandemic, but it was obvious that there were significant inequities in terms of COVID-19 infections, hospitalizations, and deaths among some refugee, immigrant, and migrant communities in the U.S. We were successful in our funding application, and our project has expanded to other health topics beyond COVID-19, including supporting the public health needs of Afghan refugees here in the U.S. And as for a fun fact about me, I love to travel. Over spring break, I traveled to Guatemala with four friends where we rented a car and visited several different places within Guatemala. It was a great time and I'm so grateful that regular travel gets to be a part of my life. Hi, my name is Michelle Crandall. I use she, her pronouns. I'm the marketing editor for Public Health Review. I'm a first year's master's of public health student in the administration and policy concentration. My background is in psychology and political science, so a lot of my interests revolve around mental health, substance use disorders, health policy, reproductive health, health equity, and quality improvement. Prior to grad school, the majority of my experiences were in the hospital or adolescent therapy setting. I'm also from a very small town in central Minnesota, so I have both a personal and professional interest in rural health. One experience that I feel like really influenced my desire to work on improving health equity was when I conducted community-based research with a substance use treatment provider in the Twin Cities. I conducted in-depth surveys over the phone with individuals that had been discharged from substance use treatment, and the survey included depression, anxiety assessments, as well as questions about housing and food access. While talking with the participants over the phone and hearing about um, their stories and challenges that they had had accessing housing and care, I became increasingly frustrated and passionate about housing and how important it is for there to be affordable housing or assistance for people trying to get access to housing, especially people who are in recovery. I just feel like it's impossible to be expected to focus on your mental health when you don't have basic needs like shelter or food that everyone should be able to have. This experience is one of the main reasons I chose to pursue public health in the first place. And lastly, one fun fact about me is that I recently took up rollerblading and I'm really excited for the snow to melt so I can actually rollerblade outside more easily. Hello everyone, my name is Juham Guide. I use she, her pronouns. I was born and raised in Saudi Arabia, where I also got my bachelor degree in epidemiology. Currently, I'm a second year MBH epidemiology student. After receiving my bachelor degree, I worked with several research centers focusing on cancer, diabetes, and women's health. In addition, I focused on physical activity, and dietary intake. At the moment, I'm currently interested on women's health, a moment or experience that made me realize that I need to work on improving health equity is during my undergrad years, where uh, I was first introduced to what health equity means. I recall our professor saying that in terms of health, we need health equity and not health equality. She emphasized that 
Health equity means that we are giving people what they need in terms of resources to improve their quality of life. However, if we used or adopted equality, it means that we are not going to give our resources to those in need. So that, that is why I try to focus on understanding the barriers that limit people from achieving better health and better life. It could be due to income or it could be to, due to race or ethnicity. So yeah, it was very eye-opening. A fun fact about me that I enjoy watching documentaries that are related to crimes. I think it might be the reason, you know, how an epidemiologist all, almost like work as a detective to understand what the, what are the underlying causes of why disease is spreading. So, yeah, it's one of the reasons I think that I enjoy watching <laughs> crimes, documentaries that are related to crimes. And I also enjoy watching animation and K-drama. And that's why... And I fully, I can fully understand Korean and Japanese, but I cannot speak fluently yet. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mariah Olinger. I use she/her pronouns. I'm a first-year student at the School of Public Health in Maternal and Child Health. My background includes a undergraduate degree in communication sciences and disorders from the University of Wisconsin River Falls. My research has included the areas of autism spectrum disorder, language disorders, opioid use disorder, genetics and neurobiology. Reflecting on a moment or an experience I've had when I knew I wanted to work on improving health equity. Man, it's not really just a moment for me. It's been a part of every aspect of my life. Growing up as a Native American woman in poverty, I was constantly surrounded by inequities, but not just for myself, my friends, my families, my community members. Also, in my adulthood, adversity has not been a stranger. I've been surrounded by addiction, but I've been able to see what harm reduction and really holistically treating an addict for the person that they are versus as a drug addict, how effective it can be. However, I'm super excited to get more into that as we continue production this season. Now, a little fun fact about me is I am a high school speech coach, done this for 10 years. My life would not be the same without these kids. They have taught me so much more about life than I ever could have imagined. I'm also pretty versed in playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm just sort of a big nerd. I'm really excited to step into my role here as a podcast editor and I am really excited to hear what the community wants to learn about and the concerns that they may have. Again, thank you for having us this year and I cannot wait to get started. My name is Amanda Davis. I use they, them, or she, her pronouns, and I'm in my second year of the PhD program in the School of Nursing. I worked as a bedside nurse for about nine years before I decided to go back to school to learn how to do research and teach. I think I had an interest in public health and health equity from the beginning when I first thought about becoming a nurse. I decided to go to nursing school after spending a few years in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina and doing rebuilding work there. And living there during that time was eye-opening in a lot of ways. Uh, one of them was just to see what happens when people can't rely on the systems that are supposed to be there to support them. People are very resourceful. 
and communities can be very strong, but there are a lot of people in New Orleans and I think there are a lot of people everywhere in this country right now who feel like they are very alone with their health concerns, um, that either they can't even access healthcare or if they can, that they aren't listened to or treated respectfully uh, or that their voice is not heard. The healthcare system was not designed for patients, and they are often treated in dehumanizing ways. And part of the reason I became a nurse is because I wanted to change that in some small way. My fun fact is that I'm also a parent. My children are 10, 8, and 3 years old. Thank you for listening to this month's podcast. Please comment on the episode below if you have any topic ideas for a future episode. Also, if you'd like to leave your topic suggestion anonymously, you can find a link to the topic survey below or linked in our episode description. We will see you next month for episode two of the Perspective Podcast. Until then, everyone stay safe.